Welcome to Sealing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. We're talking about going on to perfection. Now, in this ministry, approximately over four years ago, we had a startling revelation, a visitation from the Lord. I've only had four in my entire tenure in the ministry of almost 50 years. And it was earth-shattering to me in uh, Kenya, Kenya, Africa, in Transmara, Wakik, preaching at a uh, Maasai tribal church and coming out of a morning service is about two o'clock in the afternoon where the Lord visited, visited me and the Holy Ghost for approximately two hours. And you that have the Holy Ghost Christ in you, you know that when you're in that state, uh, it's almost like a trance, the Holy Ghost powers on you. Lasted for about two hours. And he said, seal my people by my word. Even as I send my angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, so send I you. Now, of course, this is not for any of our righteousness or holiness, but for his name's sake. The Lord does it to get him honor, glory, and the work of the ministry. We have been obedient as best we can, bringing that to you. And we have authored seven books, and that is available to you at DennisBeard.org. We're coming out with a new newsletter called The Tabernaculist. There you simply let us know at jcic.tv, and we will have a weekly newsletter focusing on the present truth of the preceding Word of God for the serious believer and the ministers. I'm sealing God's people going from newborn babes to little children to young men to fathers, though the outward man is perishing from day to day. Yet the inward man is renewed, and that's the Christ in us. And there in the inward man, that's what we feed in the Word of God. Those that seek the Lord diligently with all their heart are the ones that will hear the voice of God and know the voice of God. It's impossible to know the voice of God without knowing his word and seeking him diligently. In other words, the Lord said, if you draw nigh unto me, I'll draw nigh unto you. Now, he's already paid the price on the cross. You're complete in him and have need of nothing else in whom you are circumcised with a circumcision made without hands and putting off the body of the sins of the flesh. We find that in Colossians 2, 10 through 12. That's by baptism in the name of Jesus Christ, born of the water. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, born of the Spirit. Now you are a Jew. You are in the ecclesia, the called out ones, uh, in the church of the living God, the church and assembly of the firstborns whose names are written in heaven. Those are the ones that will be called for the work of the ministry. And that is in Ephesians 4.11. From that time of Pentecost in Acts, the second chapter, that we have been going up into Jesus in all things and all truth, so that we're not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. But we have to know the times and the seasons that we are in. We're not in uh, that first season of Passover any longer. That feast of Passover, feast of unleavened bread, and Feast of First Fruits was literally fulfilled by our Lord Jesus Christ Himself. 
in the days of his flesh. His death, burial, and resurrection there are recorded in the gospel according to Matthew, gospel according to Mark, gospel according to Luke, and the gospel according to John. Totally fulfilled. That was the first season. How do we get into that and to partake of that work that he's done? He that knew no sin became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Well, to get into that Passover, unleavened bread and first fruit, death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, we have to be buried with him at baptism after we repent. God is our work of repentance unto salvation, not to be repented of. But then we go on to the waters uh, to be born of the water, water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ, being buried with him in baptism in the likeness of Christ's death and then raised in the newness of life, the body of the sins of the flesh, destroyed by baptism. Then we are a Jew that is born of the water and the Spirit after receiving the Holy Ghost. Now many that we will see in the book of the Revelation, the second and the third chapter, in Smyrna and Philadelphia, say they are Jews and are not. They think they're in the church of the living God. They have repented, but never been born of the water and the spirit being born again and having the circumcision of the heart in the spirit, according to Romans 2, verse 28 and 29. Those are the Jews that have the circumcision of the heart in the spirit, whose praise is not of man, but of God. Those that have obeyed and born of the water and the spirit are grafted into the vine as wild olive branches. That is uh, the children of God in that first state as newborn babies. The newborn babes desire the sincere mark of the word they may grow thereby. But we don't stop there. We don't stay there. We grow. And as we grow from newborn babes, which are unskillful in the word of righteousness, as declared to us by Paul in Hebrews, the fifth chapter. Then we go to the next step, little children. Now, John in his epistle tells us that. 1 John 2, 12 through 14. I write in you, little children, John states that, because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake, and I write in you, little children, because you know the Father. You know that Jesus is the Lord Jehovah God Almighty, the Father of glory. That's a higher revelation. Now you're growing up into him and more truth in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in who he is, the Father revealed, Emmanuel, God with us in the days of his flesh, was our kinsman redeemer, one of us. But then after he fulfilled the law as a man, made in under the law to redeem us under the law, he took the ordinances of that law and nailed it to his cross. Thereby, breaking down the middle wall of partition that was contrary to us human beings. That he is that spirit, but made himself of no reputation to take on him the form of a servant. Made in the likeness of man, found in fashion as a man, and then humbled himself to the death, the death of the cross. Wherefore God has highly exalted him, just as Jesus stated in John, John 2.19. Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews said 46 years. 
Well, you're building this temple. The Jews building it. And uh, you're going to raise it up in three days. Jesus spake of the temple of his body. Now, there we have the little children. They've grown from newborn babes to little children. Now, what we've been called for in this ministry is to go higher for the perfecting of the saints. That's been our call in this ministry for years. Now, we glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not of our righteousness or any of our holiness that we are called for this, but for his name's sake. And that we are simply popping the rag and shining your shoes for us to come to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ and to a perfect man, knowing that God has called us into a higher season than Pentecost. Not Pentecostals anymore, but tabernacleists. That's the reason why we're starting our new newsletter, The Tabernacleist, for those that want to go on realizing there's more to being saved and that salvation because it's going from faith to faith, from glory to glory. It's more than just being born again. There are some that are born again and have the revelation that Jesus is the Father of glory, that he is the Lord. Yet, because they do not go ahead and do the will of God, will not have entrance into the kingdom of heaven. Now, that would be a case of a mistaken identity, thinking that we have heaven made and not being able to enter in. In Matthew 7, verse 21, Jesus said, Not all that say to me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those that do the will of God. Now, what is that will and purpose of God? That's something that requires each individual believer to press toward that mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus and be found in the Lord doing his will and purpose for each individual believer's life. And that is so important because those that do not do the will of God, even though they have the Holy Ghost Christ in them, will not have access and entrance into the kingdom of heaven. So it behooves us to search diligently in the word of God and do the will of God, finding and knowing the voice of our Lord and hearing that voice and obeying it. Not just being able to hear the voice of God, but to do the will of God for each individual member in the body of Christ. Now, we are focusing on that in the next stage of growth. Those are young men. That's not the outward flesh. That's the inward man, the Christ in you, going uh, from newborn babes to little children, then from little children to that of young men. We find it again. John states it again in uh, 1 John 2, 12-14. I write unto you, young men, because the word of God is strong in you and you've overcome the wicked one the overcomers, and who overcometh the world. This is a victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. But we add to our faith the virtue, virtue, knowledge, knowledge, temperance, temperance, patience, patience, godliness, godliness, brotherly kindness, brotherly kindness, charity, which is the final stage of growth for that of full-grown, perfect, members in the body of Christ. 
These are the ones that have grown up into Jesus in all things and all truth and are not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine that will prevail in the last days. Paul warned us of this, that God himself would send strong delusion that they all might be damned who received not the love of the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Now the newborn babies are unskillful in the word of righteousness. It is imperative that we grow from newborn babes to little children. Know that he's the father. So at the ones that do not know that Jesus is the father revealed, the son of God is the everlasting father manifest in the days of his flesh and now glorified back with the father's own self. He is now that quickening spirit after his glorification. But we don't stop there. We go to the next step in the Christ in us of that of young men. The only way we get to know the voice of God is through obedience. That we will not be barren, un, barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ if these things abound in us. They're in us and abound. What abound? Well, Faith, adding to our faith, virtue, virtue, knowledge, knowledge, temperance, temperance, patience, patience, godliness, godliness, brotherly kindness, brotherly kindness, charity. Because charity is full perfection when that which is perfect has come full grown members in the body of Christ. That at that time and they, that obedience unto righteousness, unto holiness, partakers of his divine nature, as in Second Peter, the first chapter, then God will allow those that are full grown and reach the status of fathers. Fathers are full grown. And it's only the fathers that have known him that's from the beginning. Now, who is him from the beginning? To know him that's from the beginning is the word of God. And we find from the young men, then we go to the highest final maturity state of glory in fathers. And he said, I write unto you, fathers, because you've known him that's from the beginning. I have written unto you, fathers, because you've known him that's from the beginning. John says it twice in his epistle. And that being that of fathers that are full grown, weaned from the milk and a full age, having their senses exercised thereby to discern both good from evil. What is their calling? Well, for the work of the ministry. This gospel of the kingdom being preached unto all, world, all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then the end will come. Only those that reach that part, that epoch, that glory, full grown in the Lord Jesus Christ, will be the ones that will be used for the work of the ministry, the Jesus ministry, Ephesians 4.11. They've come unto perfection, that is, completely grown and mature not just going to church, having repented, and thinking that's all there is to it. There is the fallacy. Many think that that's all there is to Christianity. But that certainly is not the truth or the case, as Jesus states in Matthew 7, verse 21, in the Constitution of the Kingdom of Heaven and the Bylaws, that not all that say to me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter the Kingdom of Heaven. These are ones that are not just born again, but 
have the revelation that Jesus is the Father, the Lord of glory, their little children. They certainly have been born again, but they did not do the will of God. That's iniquity. Iniquity is lawlessness. Not doing the will of God may have known it, but did not do it. And they will begin to profess unto Jesus. Lord, we have prophesied in thy name. And in thy name, we've cast out devils. And in thy name, we've done many wonderful works. But Jesus will then profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now, what we're doing for the body of Christ as servants for you is that we must go on. Woe be unto them that are at ease in Zion. Jesus stated that he would punish all them that are settled on their lees when he searched Jerusalem with candles. The heavenly Jerusalem, the mother of us all, there is a, a pull and the compelling of the Holy Ghost now to get us to come to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Many feel that. They feel there's more, that God wants us to have more, but we're not sure what it is. Well, it's to come to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And he gave a fivefold ministry for that purpose. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. Why? For the work of the ministry. That's what we're all called for. To the edifying of the body of Christ until we come into the unity and to the measure of that measure of faith. That faith that is now being uh, literally at each one of us, Jesus knocking at the door. And if we will hear his voice, we have to hear the voice. And if we hear his voice and open the door in obedience, then he said, I'll sup with you and you with me. You all know him that's from the beginning. Fathers. Now, how do you know the voice of God? How do we all know the voice of God? Well, Paul tells us, and to find the will of God and to do it, we must have the leading of the Holy Ghost and know his voice. The sheep know his voice and a stranger they will not follow. In Romans 12, verse 1, it tells us exactly how. I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove that good and acceptable and perfect will of God for each of us. We have to search the scriptures daily and to do the will of God, just as Jesus stated, search these scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and these are they that testify of me. And search the scriptures, not one of these things shall fail. It is the spirit of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus to understand the words of the book of this prophecy in the last book in the Bible, the revelation of Jesus Christ. We're called for that now. God is sealing his people now for those that have an ear to hear what the Spirit's saying to the churches. We don't want anyone to be left out and to miss the mark. We must hit that mark, pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if we be any otherwise minded, God will reveal this to each of us. If we are 
conform to this world, then we will miss the mark. If we have a renewed mind and take on the mind of Christ, then we will be sealed in Revelation 7, which God is doing now. Sealing the servants of God in their forehead. It's the final last day sealing. We'll see there in Exodus 28 that in the Old Testament given us types and shadows that there was a sealing according to the birth. It was an engraving of an engraver, the engraving of a signet according to the birth. Well, those that are born again of the water and the spirit called by the name of Jesus, being baptized in the name of Jesus. Many has been baptized into Christ and put on Christ. Here's your wedding garment. But we don't stop there because we see then there is another engraving of an engraver, an engraving of a signet according to the breastplate of judgment, which is the work in diversity, each individual member in the body of Christ having a different ministration or calling. Not all are called to be apostles. Not all are called to be prophets or teachers, governments, helps, etc. in the body of Christ. And those that find the voice, the will of God, and hear his voice and obey it, these are the ones that the Lord will seal. Without hearing the voice of God and the Lord promises us he stands at the door of our heart and he knocks. And he says, if any man will hear my voice and open the door, I'll come in and suffer to him and he with me. That's very apparent. The Lord said it. God cannot lie. He's doing it now. Who has an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches? And that is is what God is doing now. These are the ones that will be called for the work of the ministry and to fulfill God's will in bringing this everlasting gospel to all the world for witness in all nations. And then the end will come. We have so many things happening in the world today, world woke ideology. We have so much happening against the scriptures in Romans 1, doing that which is unseemly. We see that so many people in anti-Semitics, Uh, against Israel simply because of the spirit that prevails in the land. And we know that if you love Israel, pray for her, you'll be blessed. But many have followed their pernicious ways. Evil men and seducers waxing worse and worse. Heady, high-minded, little disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy having a form of godliness, denying the power thereof. We are in these perilous days now. Most know that. But what we don't and is not preached in most denominational churches is that we must come to the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ to be sealed with the mind of Christ, the servants of God in their forehead, in Revelation 7, the apocalyptic sealing that we'll be able to stand through the wiles of tribulation and of persecution in these last days. You'll see there under the fifth trumpet, we find in Revelation 9 that the key to the abyss, the bottomless pit, given to the angel, and there comes out Abaddon and Apollyon. This is a destroyer. 
It's over the locust horde. And it's commanded them that they hurt only those men that have not the seal of the living God in their foreheads. It is imperative upon us that we receive the seal of the living God. Because as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. The waters prevailed upon the flood in Noah's day for 150 days. 30 days to a prophetic month, that's five months. Exactly the same time of the locust horde that we see in Revelation 9 under the fifth trumpet. Or five months. Only those men that have not the seal of God in their foreheads are hurt by these locusts. Hair like women's and stings and their tails as of scorpions. They'll seek death and not find it. And this During that time, the seal is uh, is so important to be able to stand in that evil day. Who shall be able to stand? Only those that have the seal of the living God in their forehead. And that's where we are now. Those of you that know the voice of God, you've read the word of God, you've sought him, you've drawn nine to the Lord, he's drawing nine to you. You know there's more in the work of the ministry the call of God, the purpose of God upon your life. Then where do we go from here? We come together. The body of Christ must come together. Called by the name of Jesus. All the family there in heaven and earth is called by that name, Jesus. And for the unity of the faith in the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ is the body of Christ fitly framed together and compacted by the Lord God himself. God's calling the body to come together now. So we want to ask you, implore you, to give us a call, to contact me. Where we can work together. We are carrying this gospel to all the world. Right now there's over a thousand ministers alone in Africa that have come into and believe this last day message. The present truth and the preceding word of God by which every man lives thereby. God's doing it now. We must come together. Now, if the Lord is dealing with you and the spirit of God is bearing witness with your spirit, then contact me. My email is sealinggodspeople at dennisbeard.org. Again, please email. I'll get right back to you where we can meet and work together in the work of the ministry. What we're all called for. If we do not do this and we turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, the children to the fathers, ones that are full grown, the Lord promises I'll come and smite the earth with a curse. Malachi 4. It's incumbent upon us that we do the will of God. God's doing it now. So again, email me. Sealing God's people at DennisBeard.org. Or you can write me, DBM, Dennis Beard Ministries, DBM, Post Office Box 2906, Longview, Texas, zip code 75606. We have books, many of you are purchasing the ebooks that we have authored at DennisBeard.org. Seven books for your edification. You can also 
contact us through the websites, dennisbeard.org, sealinggodspeople.org, sealinggodspeople.com, and fellowship with us and the Tabernacles newsletter for those that join me at jcic.tv. That's the Jesus Christ International Church, and we have it under jcic.tv, the website there, and we'll be able to answer and any comments that you have on Q&A at jcic.tv. Well, we want you to contact us where we can all work together. Let's fulfill the calling of God in our lives. Well, we hear, well done, that good and faithful servant. Again, I'll wait for your email or your letter. And until the next time, we're praying that God will perfect that which is lacking in each one of us, that we all may be presented blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in both spirit, soul, and body. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Spirit saying, Behold, the real Jesus.